Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and forevermore. In the name of the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Please be seated. Well, in my former life as a Baptist, I felt the call to ordained ministry while I was in college. I'm one of those weird clergy people in that my calls doesn't involve bells ringing and flashing lights with bold words that say or said, Suzanne, you're going to be a priest. That wasn't my call story at all. Instead, my call to the ministry has been quiet, really kind of unassuming, but one that has been ever-evolving. And if I'm honest, has been one of many callings throughout my life, calls to faithfulness, calls to communities, calls to people, to jobs. A call that began while I was in college, which then led me to a well-known Baptist university called Baylor, and there I attended seminary, which then led me to ordained ministry within the life of the Baptist church, which then led me to a decade and a half spent as a hospice chaplain, and then a decade later, assuming my role here as priest at Grace. Although each call was quiet, the one thing that remained the same throughout each of them were plenty of thoughts, thoughts that kind of surrounded this vein. Can I really do this, God? I'm really not sure if I can do this. (laughs) But as we all know, as good Episcopalians, we can say we can do it only with God's help. So that brings me back to the gospel story this morning and our friend Bartimaeus and how he might have felt. Because in this story, we witness his own call story today. Call stories are always about how we become disciples of Jesus. So Bartimaeus was an interesting man. He was blind, he was a beggar, He was dependent upon those for everything. He was always dependent upon the mercy of others. And perhaps this is why when we meet him without hesitation, the blind man gives a piercing cry, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He was screaming this as he sat on the roadside of Jericho. So that word cry, in the Greek, it's this funny word called krazon, and it really means he was really frenzied. It's the imperfect tense indicating that's an ongoing action, meaning his crying never ceased. 
By using this one word to describe this blind man, the gospel writing, writer is painting a vivid picture of just how great, just how great the suffering of this man was. His situation was beyond bleak. He was desperate. He was in need. And that his suffering never ceased. Perhaps some of us see ourselves in the story of Bartimaeus just by saying that. The suffering never ceased. Day in and day out, this man was faced with uncertainty, hardship, because he was blind. So here we see Bartimaeus on the outside of the city. He's an outcast. He's there in the hopes that somebody would have mercy on him. There was this law at that particular time that if you were a good Jewish person, you would provide alms to those who were poor, those who begged for their livelihood. That is what our friend Bartimaeus did every single day. Until the day he met Jesus. That day was probably like any other day, but for the fact that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by. And at this particular point in the story, we learn that his begging and his pleading changed. The text doesn't speak to how Bartimaeus knew that Jesus was special. He just did. And so Bartimaeus began to shout. He began to shout really, really loudly, so loudly that he was told by those who were standing by him to be quiet which only propelled him to speak up louder. And so he cried louder and louder. What's curious to me is what he shouted. This man, known only as the son of Timaeus, cries out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. This is the first time that Jesus has been addressed as the son of David in the gospel story of Mark, and it is this blind beggar who does it. If you remember David, this is a royal title hearkening back to King David. This blind man considered an outcast is providing insight into who Jesus really was. What I find curious is that it's in stark contrast to those who were closest to Jesus, his disciples, who weren't so perceptive, who never really quite got who Jesus was. When asked by Jesus, what do you want me to do for you? Remember from last week's gospel, James and John, what did they ask for? Positions of glory. Let me be on your right hand. Let me be on your left hand. Bartimaeus on the other hand, is only asking to see. And isn't that all we are really looking for? A little bit more sight, a little bit more understanding and comprehension. I think most who are searching for meaning in life are wanting to be illumined. Aren't we all wanting to see a clear and visible sign from God 
What are we to do, God? And there are many of us who are wanting a healing touch, a gentle word, a heart that's made whole again, a compassionate touch. And our friend Bartimaeus is no different. It's quite interesting, the choice of words that Bartimaeus uses when calling for Jesus. It harkens me back to my early 20s. I was first introduced to what I've come to know as spiritual disciplines then. And the first one that I learned included praying in a way that I'd never considered or even knew was a way to pray. I was taught to pray as Bartimaeus prayed. Some of us may be familiar with that in the Episcopal world by the words Kyrie eleison. It's a simple prayer that I have since prayed thousands of times. Perhaps some of you know it. We've said it twice in our gospel this morning already. And if you don't, I offer it to you. A reminder, a companion to carry with you in your heart when you don't have the words to pray. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. When you wake up, turn on the news and something has happened in which words don't seem fitting. When you're riddled with anxiety, getting through the next minute seems almost impossible. When you're feeling not so charitable as life just isn't turning out the way you dreamed it would. Or when you're all alone and the loneliness feels it just might take over. It's in these moments in particular, but also all the moments in between, that we should call on the words of our blind friend Bartimaeus, which simply say, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. A prayer in the contemplative world known simply as the Jesus Prayer. These are the words that when spoken by Bartimaeus, our Lord Jesus, stopped dead in his tracks. Jesus didn't ignore this desperate blind man's plea. Instead, he listened, had compassion, and point blank asked the blind beggar, what is it that I should do for you? And Bartimaeus, addressing Jesus as teacher or rabboni, just like Mary did at the grave of Jesus, says, Jesus, let me see again. It's a difficult request for most rabbis or teachers to grant, but one that Jesus granted in an instant. And in an instant, Bartimaeus became a disciple and followed his teacher on the way. This, my friends, is a true call story. The calling of our blind and outcasted beggar Bartimaeus. He doesn't just get healed and run. No, instead he chooses to follow the one who healed him. 
It's significant that the blind man, without even thinking, threw his cloak off, the cloak that he used to be able to spread upon the ground. And those who had mercy on him would throw their money down to him. It was the thing that helped to keep him alive and maintain his livelihood. And what did he do with that? He ripped it off. And mind you, he ripped it off before Jesus even healed him. Bartimaeus believed that he could be cured by Jesus, even before Jesus did it. He believed that Jesus would have mercy on him. He believed that his suffering would end. I know I find myself with Bartimaeus in the story because I too at times have feelings of not belonging. And certainly those moments in my life where I can't see clearly at all. Some of us might be more willing to admit it. But I do believe at times all of us have our own lack of sight. We're blind. And that's why I think the story of Bartimaeus is carried with us. Why it was written down. He gave us words to pray. He gave us words to pray when we too are feeling blinded. When we need self-control. When we need direction, patience, and understanding. When you find yourself in a sticky situation or when you've said or acted in a way that you know you shouldn't have. When you have thoughts about another person that you know you shouldn't be thinking. Pray the prayer. Believe that Jesus stops dead in his tracks when you do. This prayer can offer sight and insight and might even replace our own blindness with the wisdom each of us desires. It is my hope that the Jesus prayer, the Bartimaeus prayer, will be a new companion for you on your journey of faith. If we can all say it together now. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. In the name of the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. 
energy. 